strength. This is sword of power, sword of power, dragon and earth, soaring through the sky. Spread your wings. Super Frieza had approached the Earth with his freakishly tall daddy, ready to knock everybody out of the box, until one crazy white boy showed up out of the blue. <laughs> with the fate of the planet in the balance, can this honky take it to the rim? Find out this week on Ballin' Out Super! Hello and welcome to another episode of Ballin' Out Super! Real anime music! I'm your radical future dude, Katie Rose Leon, here with me always is my sword-wielding companion, Alex Patak. Welcome to the anime podcast. You're going to have a great time. And noted not Jeremy, Will Meneker. <laughs> it appears your power levels are weaker than I could have ever possibly imagined. False. <laughs> Fucking false. This is gonna be. Is, uh, <laughs> is, is, is there is there anything in the Dragon Ball universe? Does anyone scouter work in the Dragon Ball universe? What is the what, folks? What, what's the deal with scouters? You know, I mean, I don't what, know. <laughs> what is it? I mean, is there ever been a product in the universe that works worse than I these think... eyepieces? I think it's like a real first gen console type thing where like the first batch they they rush shipped to make sure everyone got one to fit the demand and they all exploded. <laughs> Appears my scouter is still in beta testing. <laughs> the closest you could get to like a, an equivalent for the scouter is a Juicero. It has to be something like <laughs> no one has checked to see if it works, but we've all bought one <laughs> because we had to make the stock go up. And now they're just lying around. <laughs> Very relevant to this week's episode. Also, very special episode because the first year we were doing this podcast, as a gift to ourselves, we watched the non-re-edited version of this show. I forgot. Where there is more shit-talking from Trunks, and it is twice as long. But this episode's so legendary, but we can't quite get into that yet. Oh, I wish we could. First, we gotta fuck around. (laughs) Oh my goodness! Uh, if it was real quick, guys. Me. Sorry, just a technical note here. I'm looking at my screen here. It, it says recording, but there's no like time you going know, off. So we use this really beautiful program that we pay for <laughs> every month, and yet uh, it seems to only work sort of. Alex, are we actually? It's recording? working. Okay, great. I see the little numbers. It just is very selective about who sees the numbers or knows they're being recorded, or sometimes it will record you, but we'll put you intermittently seconds forward and back so that I watch the line alone in my room and I just wonder if I've lost my mind every week. But no, it's fine. All right, I'll tell you what, gang. I'm going to record my audio remotely just here on my Zoom recorder just as a backup, just in case. All right, yeah. What a hero. All right, cool. You know what I like about you, Will? You're a professional. (laughs) Yes, indeed. (laughs) 
And what I like about you guys is that uh, Alex has long hair now, and uh, Katie, you have uh, very short hair. Yeah, we planned that. Folks, what's the deal with hair in quarantine? You know, people are going, people are, people are switching it up. I'm so glad you brought up hair, Will, because we have a really big update for our fans about Ponytail Gate 2021. As I fucking hate rabid listeners of the podcast <laughs> will know, two podcasts ago, Alex publicly exposed himself as a man that does not know how to tie a ponytail without his wife's assistance, but we now have an update for all those concerned about our dear friend Alex Patak. Again, like I said last week, I know how to tie a ponytail. I just could not do it. But after getting messages from many of you, one by one, <laughs> I have spent every day this week figuring out how to do it. So I'm going to do it right now on the camera. Everybody okay. Ready? So okay. I'm, I'm going to do the play by play. Alex is sweeping his hair back with two hands. He is grabbing every one of those loosey-goosey baby wavies. He's taking one hand after the other, straightening out that pony to a perfect tail, taking his one hand, holding it, while pulling the other loop-de-loop. -loop. And there you go. Is he going to do it, ladies and gentlemen? Is he going to do it? He has a ponytail. He's done it. Oh, Look at that. he looks uh, like a pr yeah. proud samurai. Clip that. Clip that. Yeah, YouTube video. Uh, anime dunce attempts to uh, have samurai hair. Uh, that's a that's a good idea, but I was thinking maybe a different direction with the title. Maybe like really <laughs> cool guy has normal hair that anyone would have. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, Ronin walks the warrior's path. Gets hair <laughs> to accompany him. I do feel safer now that your hair is in a ponytail. I was getting shit. I was talking to a friend of the show, Max Ogle, about it this morning because he was challenging me and about whether I could tie this ponytail, and I did it in front of him. And he said, yeah, Alex, um, uh, it's really great that you figured out how to do that, but you can't go outside with a half ponytail because you look like you've never had sex. <sighs> and uh, it, you have to learn how to do a bun. Are buns, like, more... Is that more acceptable? I would have said the exact opposite was true. I mean, I, I I see like that that samurai ponytail is like a sign of like a like a like a top tier alpha sex getter, and, yeah, and the bun like ponytail style is of a just just a, a hopeless samurai ponytail, hopeless peasant. Is, yeah, it's like very virile. It says that you can defend the village at uh, at any given time. You know, when we fall to tribalism here in the boroughs, you know, I'm gonna, gonna pick happen. you. I'm gonna put you up front. To, defend to rally Bush behind week. our governor, the daimyo <laughs> of New York. Because um, the thing is, too, I can do the full pony, which is a much more classic look where you get the bottom of the hair and then you are just like an art teacher for the day. But I don't want to look like that. I want to look like a samurai, untamed and moving um, with the wind. Normally, I get the the full bun thing. I think your hair's too short for that. Also, though, did you... Throw in Max's face, uh, which one of you is married? I think you are. Which one of us is married? You are so good at sex that you had to get it legally bound. That's true. Or <laughs> or she'd be running away to tell her friends how great I am at it. Yeah, I think that's how that works. Also, uh, bowling out super vet uh, Jeremy is so good at sex that he produced another human being. Right. Yeah. He produced a child to teach it. <laughs> he thought it was a <laughs> beam, and it was just a full-on baby. It's the it's the final boss of uh, sex having. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
I don't know. We're at a we're at a split point on this podcast because we do want Jeremy to come back, but we're doing it by a process of shame. So I, I don't know how much compliments we should give him here yeah. in front of the radio. Uh, we, I, we had a song made. Is this time for a Jeremy call out, Connor? I'm not feeling very vitriolic right now, but I I can I can muster some some shame. No, we'll we'll do we'll do it behind the paywall. It's fine. Um, <laughs> I was curious about hair, though. Uh, uh, Katie, your hair is very short, but when you got it dyed, did you ask for, like, the trunks color? Oh, baby, this is all me. I, I, uh, <laughs> I made this color? happen. Yeah, this is my natural hair color. <laughs> so um, you missed it, Will, but when I first buzzed my head, I actually was full-on Super Saiyan, and I had short yellow hair, and it was simply too intimidating for the podcast. Mm-hmm. So I decided to just, yeah, go back to regular. You look like regular. the Teletubbies' son. Yeah, uh, like a big dumb baby. <laughs> <laughs> like a glowing baby that I'm I have a podcast a with. I'm sexy dumb baby on a podcast. Oh, no. <laughs> now I'm just a little it. blue baby. Oh, I'm just a little angel. Pick a color. Mm, I can't because I'm going crazy. Um, So here's a question. Is Trunks' hair canonically light blue or purple? Oh, God, this is like that fucking dress that was on the internet. Well, because it changes, trend. right? Because in Super, he has, like, teal hair, but I it's purple, right? It's like lavender. It's supposed to be lavender. I think he follows in his father's footsteps, uh, who originally had, like, dark red hair and then decided it was actually pitch black. <laughs> it, ch- it changes with the viewer's perception of him. Although, so this whole episode, this is, like, the first big episode where you get a big heaping helping of Trunks, who... Many women desire, um, mm. but also uh, when he talks, you kind of want to throw him back a little bit. Maybe that's like part of it. Well, he's kind of corny, but there's this like thing that happens with like some people that present as a top, but then they open their mouth and you just want to fucking push them in a corner. I think maybe that's yeah. the up, appeal. Trunks. Like when you're a teenager, you're like, he's so cool. But as an adult woman, you're like, I'm going to put him in a dress. Like... <laughs> <laughs> You were saying you were texting me that he has a uh, aggrieved Facebook gentleman energy. Yes, he, he, <laughs> he has very like, but it is I that has the last word now <laughs> type <laughs> shit. Like, like if if he didn't kill for oh well, we, oh, him and Frieza would really go at it in like a local comedy Facebook for like hours, you know, because <laughs> they're, they're both like last word gentleman types of a. They're like different vibes, but that's the same coin, you know? Yeah. So, do you have any sources for this claim? <laughs> <laughs> well, it <laughs> is I who did the research. Did you even read the article? Like, it's just endless. <laughs> he does a lot of opposite improv rules where he takes whatever. A lot of his dialogue is the last line, and then he'll interject to be like, uh, You're the most powerful? Reality check. You're not the most powerful. It's like, this didn't add anything to our discussion. I can't even talk to you. It's very contradictory. It it did. Yeah, I guess like what the energy I was picking up on is uh, when I was younger and first starting comedy, there was just this breed of man that just couldn't deal with ever having a different like me having a difference of opinion so it wasn't even like we were fighting they just had to be contradictory no matter what so i would just to show be, their power right so it's just very much like 
it's not punching down, it's punching all around. You know, like, you know, like. That's a great Trunks line. Uh, it's uh, you could have taken also a lot of his lines from those like custom shirts they try to sell you that are like if you were born in October twenty nineteen ninety five you are a crazy motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, uh, my, my boyfriend is a a Virgo sword carrying uh, Super Saiyan from the future who loves barbecue, and if you mess with him, then you're going to be in hell with me. I'm a and, crazy... and each line is in each line is in a different font, so looking at it like makes your eyes bleed. My favorite <laughs> is like the one that's like Bulma and Trunks is he's like he's a war- proud warrior, and I'm a psycho bitch, and together we are uh, going to rule the world. He's my king, and I'm a nurse practitioner, and the two of us <laughs> <laughs> are a little bit crazy, but we're so in love. Praise Jesus! Like it's. A real DeShare zone ass superhero, and that's why he's the best one on the program. Very excited to have him here. And maybe it will be a good turn for Bulma, who, uh, not a big fan of the Namek Bulma we were getting. Oh my god. They she... took a, a strange direction for her arc, where very, she became uh, like a white... classic conservative. Yeah, very like, I don't know, like slightly conservative white feminist on Tinder with her arms around a black boy energy. <laughs> but also all of her lines were like all the namekians look the same but their food is weird no she's posting photos of her on namek and just being like uh with like a like a child and just being like uh i feel his soul is mine we're brothers <laughs> <laughs> the world's wealthiest woman <laughs> um i had a i Oh, I'm sorry. A question for the chat overall. I I think last week or two weeks ago when we had Yodoye on, I was talking about how I found a new anime I really liked, which is rare because most of the time when I watch this stuff, I'm just putting slop in my mouth just to feel something go down. (laughs) Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, I know technically this is the genre of thing I like, so I'm just going to put it in there. Uh, But I found Jujutsu Kaisen, which Mm. is like the best anime I've found in a long time. And then I watched it, and then I ran out of episodes, and they come out every week. And uh, I'm not going to watch it like that. I have expectations that are beyond uh, waiting a week for cliffhangers that are 20 minutes long. Can you do you still do that? So you're you're saying like, do you wait for the episodes to pile up and watch them all at once? Or do you watch it like when we used to be slaves to network television and watch it weekly? I do feel like that colors the question. But yes. No, uh, I do both. So psycho. Well, your shirt about you and Vegeta was right. Yeah, that's right. I'm I'm so crazy. Uh, <laughs> I'm so crazy. I watch weekly periodic television still. Uh, that's so random, Katie. I know. <laughs> You're not like I, other girls. I'm You're not, different from them. I'm different from other girls. I love pizza. Uh, no, I. Uh, so mostly I don't do that, but like me and like my partners like will choose a show sometimes so like me and and matt are watching the current digimon together so we have that like annoying couples rule that we only watch the new digimon when we're together which usually comes out sunday so now we do have a couple piled up because i'm not there right now but um how it was intended to be viewed but generally adult couples yeah yeah right (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> by polyamorous adult couples living like teenagers. Um, but generally speaking, I only watch because, like, how do you even watch serialized television overall? Like, I, I first of all, have I'm to. I'm just re- going to forget it exists for six months and well, then remind myself and get really excited. And personally, I have to, like, really, really want to watch something for it to be watch it, like, as it comes out. And generally, I don't feel that way about most things anymore. Because TV's uh, written by people with brainworms. Like, the only TV show I'm currently watching, like, as it airs is, uh, speaking of uh, polyamorous adults, I'm watching a Riverdale on the CW work i'm watching the new season of riverdale as it comes out that's the american digimon right <laughs> yes it very much is the american digimon i haven't uh i haven't watched that i only watched part of the first season but i did love the like archie but it's twin peaks vibes. yeah it's uh <laughs> it's dark jughead it's uh it's dark grim brutal jughead Oh, Does man. Jughead stay like the same sexual ideal? Yeah, um, I mean Jughead, he fucks. Jughead fucks on the New Riverdale, which is goes against the canon of the comic. I know he's, he's ace, ace only for hamburgers. <laughs> he's he's, ace only, he's only sexually attracted to hamburgers. <laughs> um, you know, quick update on uh, the Riverdale universe for everyone who's out there. Maybe stop watching it. Um, the current season um, involves a seven-year jump into the future. Where uh, they like they skip the college years of our characters entirely, and now and then reunite them um, back in Riverdale seven years into the future, and you know Riverdale takes place in a a reality uh, you know not too different from our own, but there's one major uh, aspect of this universe that I can't stop thinking about, which is that in in the seven year gap, uh, Archie joins the military and fights in a war. Like a, like a, like a, like a D Day like Normandy style war and like they never mention in in the in like the in the show like who who's America been fighting a war against in this last seven years like Not Italy <laughs> well <laughs> and like because Riverdale does posit a weird reality where it's cur- it's supposed to be present like people have cell phones and the internet and stuff but then there's also like girl groups and like hot rods and stuff and like a diner like it's just very strange i i like to think they were fighting the war against like i don't know so archie universe is like you know betty veronica then you get like sabrina the teenage witch and blossom so Mm -hmm. i guess it's like uh nazis (laughs) suburban no 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 here's the thing He participated in the invasion of Europe to fight the war on cancel culture. Yeah, or like, or <laughs> like, so it. they're like suburban rich kids. So I guess it's like they're like defending urban sprawl or something. <laughs> now I'll have you know, I'll have you know, I'll have you know, Archie's not just a rich kid. Okay, he's a salt of the earth working class kid whose I'm dad sorry. just happens to own a construction company. I am. I'm a comics purist, and everyone yeah. knows. And Archie Digest, he's just a, uh, they're all just wealthy kids <laughs> roaming around in the Archie Mobile. Get it? <laughs> Jinx. Mostly of the sexual the twist universe, kind. The Archie universe takes place in a separate alternate America where the Empire still functions. So it, if you're living in that world, and we still have diners and sock hops, and we've just maintained the, you know, the peak that we were at in the 1950s forever... You have to believe we have successfully gone to war with Iran. Uh, good 
good. I think oh. we win. I think we win and, this and time. It's yeah. funny, like, it's like it, so, so in the current Archie universe, Archie and Archie and friends return to Riverdale to save the town of Riverdale from uh, Veronica's father, who is now the mayor and like a shady real estate developer who's trying to destroy the town and unincorporate it. And they're going to save the town by all becoming high school teachers at Riverdale High. But Archie is going to save it by becoming an ROTC recruiter at Riverdale High to get more kids to fight the the forever war against Holland and Italy in, in this alternative universe. That's insane. What? That doesn't well, make not a Holland little and Italy, bit of but sense. The, but the, R, the ROTC recruiting thing is like is definitely a part of the show. Has there ever been a positively portrayed ROTC recruiter in a television show before? No, I mean I can't think of one. I can't think of one. <laughs> they're uh, they're not a beloved group those guys i don't know weird <laughs> and it's funny because like the whole town of riverdale has fallen on hard times economically so archie's like i got the perfect thing that's gonna save these kids <laughs> it's funny too, opportunity 18 grand a year you can lease a car oh my god also it's kind of like <laughs> i can hear the cokehead meeting already where they're like Oh no, everyone's figuring out all our actors are 35 and not teenagers. Yeah. What do we do? <laughs> like, um, That's not the worst time skip I've ever I've ever seen in No. Well, and they not to be annoying about it, but they do that kind of stuff in Archie comics all the time where they do like a alternative future. It takes like a Sonic comic book sty- kind of style where they just do an entire like world switch in the middle. <laughs> it's like I remember when I was working at Midtown Comics in like 2010, they did like a whole series where it was like in the future. And it, it's like one where he's married to Betty and one to Veronica. and Both are like really dark. <laughs> Katie, you worked at Midtown Comics? Yeah, when I was like 20. <laughs> oh okay i mean in 2010 okay no i mean yeah I, I just like i used to i when i worked in midtown i would go there like every week so oh yeah i was in the yeah. grand central location so okay all right no, I, I, would, I would go to the one that was girl. over by the uh, new york times building yeah oh, okay <laughs> the big boy there was this, this really charming girl who worked there and i just wanted to see her from a distance every week yeah. <laughs> that's flavors. why i was going there i never buy anything <laughs> yeah i was just like if only there was a way to parasocially cling on to her every aspect. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Kate, I think I've mentioned this before, but I applied to work there and they were just like, fucking no way. Really? <laughs> Sorry, you know too many hipster comics. We're not interested. When did you apply? I was a Vertigo fan. It was 2013. Uh, well, the, yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's definitely something to being a 20-year-old girl. How do you stand by this establishment? <laughs> Applying to all these years comics, I'm just taking out but... my anger on you. <laughs> They're like, oh, 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 you're into Sandman? Well, big, big well, surprise. You're putting me to sleep here. But also, <laughs> um, I don't mean to well, brag, but like I had previous happened. comics retail experience, Alex. So. Oh, my fucking God. I How am a... I supposed to get my start? Whatever. <laughs> We're Sorry, moving bitch. on. Ladies Gaga's dog has been stolen. <laughs> And then what? returned. Okay. And she got her dogs back? I I thought I saw that they were anonymously returned. Oh, okay. I wasn't making that up. Okay. Also, this secondarily, expo- and this is not important, a man was shot four times in the project. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and Wait. he's going to live from what I saw. Okay. 
hold on. So I log. I'm not as internet savvy as you two. So every day I log on to Twitter.com and I am massively confused for about an hour, and I never understood why everyone was talking about stolen dogs. So thank you for clarifying that for me. Yeah, Lady Lady Gaga's dog walker was walking her two like prize French bulldogs in L.A. and was uh, it was like a pet napping, and during the course of the robbery, he was shot four times by the people who stole her dogs. And then she offered a half million dollar reward for the return of the dogs. So maybe, I mean, maybe she's just paying the kidnappers now. And, you know, I, I, I trust that Lady Gaga will be paying the uh, the hospital bills of her dog walker, who I gather is her close friend as well. So prayers up for him and, uh, Dude, you know, you thankful for the speedy return of these dogs. Shot while dog walking. Oh, Four man, that times. That Could you sucks. imagine getting shot three times and then still being like, I'm not letting you have the dogs. <laughs> I just, yeah, right. I, I used to be a dog walker in NYC because you got to make money, baby. This place is expensive and rich people love letting strangers into their home. And I just, yeah, I would have just been like, just take it. I don't know. Look, if you want to support this, the dog walker and his uh dozens of surgeries to fix the gunshot wounds be sure to buy their stand-up comedy album they definitely have <laughs> <laughs> they need all the help they can get oh, God. do you think that was like something they bragged about before like yeah i know i know lady gaga's dogs well i'm sure deal. it's like a tepid gay man that's like part of her entourage that probably had other duties yeah i, 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 I don't think, think you just walk lady gaga's fucking monstrosities against god <laughs> they're little monsters lady gaga is like i think the last pop culture update i got before i snapped off and never paid attention again <laughs> <laughs> i respect that this is my chance to be topical with the children who listen to me <laughs> it's like i had a meeting at my job recently where the executive that pays me to make content for the metal industry, I had to gingerly explain, young people don't listen to this. <laughs> I'm, mm. like, I'm like, if you wanted to be culturally relevant, you should have hired me for a different genre of music. <laughs> like, <laughs> Katie, you work in music, right? And it's it's like mostly older people? Yeah. I so, mean, up top. How, like, how does that the... function? Do they just they all have two younger people around who just like remind them like which Korean groups are really big right now? Uh, that's like an oversimplification, but kinda, yeah. That can't like... be right. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've cracked that. Um, Great. I did want to ask while we're on the topic. Uh, okay. Uh, I was, I was, I've been trying to tweet more because I'm, I'm drinking oh, less, God, and Alex. I feel like it's the same libidinal uh release is this alex to yell at a stranger tweet, online. tweet draft <laughs> corner before we get into dragon ball no i wanted to ask will because we have will here and he's so he's so good at the internet mm -hmm. i i uh i quote tweeted a guy earlier because i was uh being shitty about some post he was doing about the syrian missile strikes or whatever <laughs> okay, great great start i, I and, did the uh, same thing yesterday but yeah go ahead yeah yeah I, uh maybe a day late is the issue here but um you know, I got in a lukewarm one at him, and then what What I wanted to talk about is his response to me, I think, was much more clean than, than my wordy takedown. Uh, so I, I did something making fun of him, and then his response was, you didn't think that one through, did you, Doughboy? 
<laughs> you should be like, sorry, that's a different podcast. That's a different podcast. You're mistaken. He called you Doughboy. I think it's because my profile picture is me like looking down with my cat in a way where I'm like, oh. <laughs> he called you Doughboy. It was a ruthless <laughs> attack. You know what, Alex? He fucking got you. You got burnt. I hope you got ointment. Dog. I know. I was just wondering if you have any other tips aside from take a really close picture of their face, because I do like that one. Well, I was going to say, uh, I mean, the, the old move was just to send a very low-resolution image of a gun back to them, but now you can get kicked off Twitter for doing that, so I don't recommend that as a strategy. But, you know, there are some, I don't know, there, like, there are some ways around that. Like, if you send them an image of a fictional firearm, like, uh, for, for mm, instance, the mm. noisy cricket from Men in Black, I don't think that's actionable because the gun um, uh, is not real, so therefore it cannot be construed as a threat. Um, not to what? mention a far superior gun. What's been used against me a lot is people take a totally normal photo of me and then they, they ask if um, there's something wrong with me cognitively. Have you tried that? <laughs> that is pretty good. <laughs> I don't know if that's just reserved against women, in which, in which I, case I, you don't want to betray I don't know. Order. I don't know about that one. <laughs> um, I don't know. Actually, Fighting, like... The conflict okay. makes me like uncomfortable. I, I don't. That's not what I'm here for in this world. So, I didn't get into comedy to to pick these ruthless fights. My my, blood my real response to people when they say shit like that to me or try to give like a sincere like retort to something I do that's clearly a joke. I usually just uh, play as stupid as possible, and I'm just like, ha ha. Okay, and then then it keep going. I just keep What's giving doughboy. Yeah, I just act really dumb. I'm just like, wow, thanks, or like like that one dude. I just kept spamming pictures of Dragon Ball characters and told him I was voting for Goku until he tired himself out. Like it's just sure, fun. Sure, that'd be tiring. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another good tactic, and um, uh, my friend and co-host Felix pioneered this one, and I, I I've used it as well to to some effect. Uh, you find you find you find the person's shitty posts, like for instance about about Syria and like some asshole just being like, uh, calm down, okay? It's not you know, uh, you know, uh, we killed some people over there, but the president didn't tweet about it. All right, your check's coming in another eight to nine months. Just shut up. Um, so you find someone with an annoying post, and then in, like instead of quote tweeting or like you can quote tweet or just straight reply. And you uh, you say congratulations you've won the you you are razors post of the week like find a gaming company and just say that you've done the post of the week for that company and reply to receive a free um you know gaming mouse or a wireless headset for esports. I did that. To, I did, did that to former American ambassador to Russia, Michael McFowl today. Uh, he did not reply, so he will not be receiving his gaming esports headset, wireless uh, headphones, and mic. Mistake, folks! I just got a Razer Death Adder mouse, and the glide is smoother than a baby's face. My God, the pleasure using that thing—it lights up a, my hands. Is this a real product? It is. Uh, it's, it's it is a, a real product, mouse. and that's the funny thing is that if you find these gaming products, they sound so idiotic um, that like it, like that's part of the joke. But the fact is, they are real, indeed, real products. There's actually no joke about it. It's oh, a yeah. thrilling okay. opportunity. It's just, it's just a quality product that more people should <laughs> they be. They have, yeah. Uh, okay, folks. This this podcast is brought to you by Razer, maker of fine <laughs> mouses, chairs, headphones, and all esports related accessories. <sighs> Uh, well, we are at that point of the uh, podcast where Already? the time has come to actually discuss Dragon Ball Z. I'm having so much fun. A show that aired decades ago. Alex, before we 
get into the culturally relevant episode of Dragon Ball Z Kai. You're right, Katie. It is time for an advertisement. Listen to this okay. cyber future music that's playing. Okay. Wow. I hope besides the cyber future music that whoever starts to speak remembers to actually plug where, where to find the Patreon. <laughs> I'm sure whoever is going to speak into this music that is playing right now, and we're all listening to it and it sounds really good, is a professional at plugging a Patreon link and will always remember to drop that link at the end of the chat so you can click on it and just get all the words right when, when he does the copy. Um, Hi. And that's something we all think here in the distant future. Look out, a laser beam. That was close. Hey, I, I'm a I'm a resistance captain of, of tomorrow. I just got done using my Razor Death Adder mouse, a product that you can buy in a store to navigate my drone to the goddamn Android headquarters, <laughs> where some bad motherfuckers are. Can't talk about that right now, but while I was doing it, I was I noticed that uh, I could enjoy uh, my favorite shows on my phone uh, using using the Patreon podcast app, and uh, there's an incredible opportunity to get an extra four episodes of Ball Down Super a month, where they're now covering Tenchi Muyo. Wow. An erotic show for me, the consumer, to, to imagine so many sexy ladies... And one, one awkward teen. Uh, and so, if you wanted access to something like that, you can just go to Patreon.com/bospod, and uh, for just five dollars a month, you'd get all the sexy ladies described to you. You can t- you can handle partner. Oh no, the death copter! I'll get no sound for that. All right, then that's the ad. Great. Another okay, perfect was- read. Who's ready to talk about Dragon Ball? Let's record our second episode about this episode of Dragon Ball. <laughs> the title of this episode is I Will Defeat Frieza Another Super Saiyan. Also, um, this is a minor this is a minor criticism, but why isn't it another Super Saiyan question mark? I don't want to go in know. knowing it's gonna be a Super Saiyan. I want the surprise. That's that's something you to take up with the editors of of Dragon Ball Z Kai. I'm mailing a letter. I I hope you would. The post office needs our support more than ever. <laughs> <laughs> so, last week, if you guys have been listening to the show, uh, everyone thought everything was fine, but Frieza got a million dollar man, and him and his dad showed up to Earth to fuck Goku up outside the Seven Eleven. And Vegeta takes everyone on a hike to go kick their ass. Right, they can't fly because if they fly to go see Frieza, then Frieza won't be surprised. And it's his birthday. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't seem like you're really missing out on anything there, but they're gonna they're walking. They're walking over. And cliffhanger, best cliffhanger we've seen in the show, there's a mysterious young man with beautiful hair who's appeared to cut Frieza down in front of his dad, who's ten times taller than he is. Right, and what I I, I want to remind everybody is we've all know who this person is because we're familiar with the franchise. But I remember seeing this, the original episode of this as a kid, and the events that follow blew my fucking mind open. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you can the... wear cargo pants like that. Jesus well, we'll Christ! Get, we'll get into it. Uh, so we open also, up. Also, 
they changed the size of Frieza's dad this episode. Just something I'm getting I'm... out of the way because he was taller before. <laughs> he, Frieza <laughs> went up to his knee and now he's half his size. So they they switched it on me. It's not funny. So we open up and, uh, you know, our mysterious young man with his large sword and cool West Coast affectations has snicked, snicked up one of Frieza's men and... Uh, and there is so much dialogue back and forth between these two alphas of the chat. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, like, uh, th- th- this really did. This episode really did had everything that I want from any iteration of any Dragon Ball episode, or or, or the various, you know, Dragon Ball Z Kai. I, I can't, I can't keep them all in my head, but it had all the characters that I know and familiar with. The whole squad was in effect, and more than anything. It has what is like the real, the real trademark of the entire series, is two guys sort of standing a few yards away from each other <laughs> and doing H bomb level damage to like a deserted part of the country by not fighting each other and just sort of, <laughs> and just also, sort of yeah taunting and 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 and, un- and underestimating one or the other's power uh, level. A lot but, of beam yeah. shot that they verbally confirm should destroy the yeah. earth, but thank they're, they're goodness do- they do. <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of beams and then like you know i'm coming into this like you know not having seen anything that happened before it but you know it's frieza and his dad but i also did like they're facing off against trunks but but before then uh trunks and and i really appreciated this because like you know like frieza and his dad are flanked by an entire like a a ginzu squad's worth of absolute lames and i was like oh fuck these guys again it's like each one of them is going to take 10 episodes to get through and then uh trunks just washes like 10 five of them immediately and i was like oh thank god i don't care care what these flunkies are so yeah uh, (laughs) so they do give them also could you explain to me could you explain real quick could you explain to me like why frieza is in like kind of frankenstein mode now he's like he's all patched together this is right after the Namek saga where Goku. Oh, okay. So, like, Dragon Ball Kai Z takes place after the, the Namek saga. So, Dragon Ball Z Kai is a re edit of Dragon Ball Z. Oh, okay. So, so it's, it's just slightly faster. It's just they take certain things out. That's okay, like literally all, right. all it is. So, uh, so, if this is the unedited version. Uh, like like Trunks and Frieza and his dad would have been talking and doing beams at each other for like five episodes. Yes. That's okay. Correct. Good. All right. Got it. Got yes. It. And normally uh, we have to guess. Normally we have no idea how much of this dialogue could possibly have been taken out because it seems like there's still a lot of lines about nothing that are just soaking <laughs> up the time. Okay. So I really want to get into that specifically with this episode because I was laughing my ass off with we 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 mentioned it earlier in the recording. That there's a lot of just like, <laughs> like being contradictory and petty just for the sake of like trying to get the last word in. So, uh, you know, the, the Frieza and his daddy are like, "Ooh, you have our attention. What brings you here?" And he's like, "To kill you, bitch." And they're like, "I'm sorry, what?" And he's like, "I said to kill you, bitch." That like was so over. Funny. And over they gave him a second again. chance to be like, "Did you just disrespect me right now?" In front of my dad? Well, this leads to absolutely my favorite line in, in this. Maybe like one of my favorite Dragon Ball dialogue moments of all time is when like, you know, uh, uh, Frieza, Frieza's dad is like, okay, son, you know, you, you go get him. And then Frieza and Trunks are like, you know, they're taunting each other. And Frieza says to him, he's like, 
a warrior who overestimates his abilities has already been defeated. And then Trunks goes, yeah, sounds a lot like you. And <laughs> yeah. Like, what? Oh, yeah, like, there's, like, every other line of this is like that. So, uh, you know. I thought free- he got off such a sick burn. And then Trunks was just like, uh, sounds like you, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Just Are like- you talking about yourself? <laughs> yeah, made you look. Uh, look in the mirror. Ooh. Frieza, is your refrigerator running? Winner, no. Winner, as if whatever. Uh, so, so just backing up a little bit. So they're talking mad shit. You know, f- f- Trunks is like, if you guys haven't established, it's his future Trunks, but we don't know who he is yet. Right now, he's just a mysterious young he could be stranger. Anybody. He could be you and or me. And so, after talking some shit, Frieza sends one of his, his goons to go fuck up Trunks, and uh, he's like. You know, Trunks is doing like, you better surrender now because I'm going to super duper kill you. And, you know, there's like some beam shot at him. He just blocks him all fast and he fucks up the goons. And Frieza's like so turned on by how powerful he is. Um, And the more Frieza goons run and he just like, he just like, yeah, like just makes quick work of them. And that's when King Cold... Is like, oh, that wasn't half bad. King Cold sounded like Marshmallow from Bob's Burgers, by the way. Very uh, affected. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, he he hasn't seen his son in a while. You have to keep that in mind. So it's like kind of oh. a surprise to him, you know, like what their dynamics gonna be. This is kind of like their road trip to kind of like figure out their relationship. Yeah, a couple of key lines in this like back and forth that kind of goes on a long time is uh. But as we all established, a shorter time than it used to be in the version (laughs) that ran in the 90s. Uh, Trunks calls Frieza a metal face. Frieza looks up at King Cold and goes, Daddy, this primate demands punishment. Oh, and at one point he goes, I won't go easy on you like Goku. And King Cold goes, what's a Goku? (laughs) Just catch me up real quick. I'm having fun. <laughs> Which Trunk says, I don't know him, but I've ima- I admired his Twitter account for a long time. <laughs> it's just like, it's taken forever. Oh, you know, this literal like, hey, Frieza, want to hear a secret? I'm going to fuck you up. Like, it's just... Frieza, do you follow Drill? He's pretty funny. He's kind of random, but it's like so... So crazy. So after, like, a really petty back and forth, Trunks goes Super Saiyan. And then we cut to the gang who's uh, taking a mountainous hike, and they they all get a little tingle in their dingle. I got I, I, I was I was happy to see the, the whole squad, and I was like, oh, I know them. I was like, all, my, all my guys are here. Tion, Yamcha, Piccolo, and Krillin, um, the, the little doll guy. But this also does have this episode does feature just 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 a little bit of another one of my favorite uh, threads throughout the entire Dragon Ball arc, which is uh, Gohan being a just a little bitch who's useless and sucks. He's just a well, boy. Will here's the thing: Gohan has a really good arc where he becomes super powerful. And then he becomes a super little useless bitch, and that's why Gohan's so frustrating to me. That's the it's the Greek uh, 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 arc, you know. He has to he has to reach his low before he can return a conquering champion. 
as a really cool 13 year old later. I mean, I, I remember when you know, like watching the, uh, like the, the original un unabridged, um, like super Saiyan art, like, like the most famous one, like the, the big one. And I think it was like, one of you guys told me like when, when watching it is like, like it, it, to ask the question, like is, does Gohan ever not suck? And it's just like, no, don't, don't fool yourself. <laughs> don't expect it. Gohan is never, ever going to come through. Well, as that's they, a hot take. They, <laughs> I don't know who said this or if this is like actually true, but Akira Toriyama's original plan was Goku does die fighting Frieza, and then it's the Gohan show. And then he got some notes from the higher ups that were like, "Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> we actually <laughs> think that sucks." <laughs> I have a question. I, I hope you guys can answer. Uh, this is the first time I've, I've seen like still images of it before, but I mean, he shows it shows up here in this episode. This first, the first one I've watched that features this. But uh, Vegeta is wearing his iconic Badman oh, pink, pink bowling bad shirt. Oh, uh, his pink bowling yeah. shirt. And I was like, where where does the genesis of this? Like, where where did he Bulma, get this? Bulma fit? picked it out for him. Because <laughs> he's a bad man. She he 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 stole her spaceship, and then he came back and smelled like dog shit. So while he was in the shower, she stole his clothes, and that's what he left. That's right, so we're just supposed to believe her dad had a shirt that just says bad man on it lying around the house. Here's the thing. I believe it. Have you seen Mrs. Briefs? Fucking Dr. Briefs gets around. He's a goddamn player. I bet when he's on that lab coat, he fucking parties, okay? <laughs> it was next to his shirt that just says Dr. Dictopus. Yeah, he's a real pussy hound. I believe it, you know? <laughs> he's got that mustache. Kai cut out the scene where he's like, Burma, stop giving your little pool boys my hound shirts. How are people going to know I'm flagging? Well, back uh, to trunks. Oh yeah. Well, uh, yeah. So Jeets has a does have a self dialogue where he's like, "How can there be a Super Saiyan? There's only three Saiyans in the universe: me, Kakarot, and this little bitch right here. So I don't know what's up." Who we cut back to Trunks. He's sparking. He's all electric with Super Saiyan shit, and Frieza is scared. And he has some monologue about how his eyes are the same because he's having a flashback to his last lover, Goku. Well, this is part of the Facebook thing we were talking about earlier because Frieza is triggered here. Yes. He's triggered and he needs a safe space because he thinks of Goku and he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> no, he got to cut me into pieces and then the pieces are going to get incinerated. <laughs> Also, Frieza, for someone who's like freaking out about blue eyes, has dark red eyes. They're terrifying. He has the yeah, devil's like, eyes. Frieza, you're a robot abomination against God. <laughs> um, we cut back to the group, uh, and Krillin starts to fly, and Vegeta just completely puts his whole palm on his head and slams him into the ground. He Very says, funny. I said no flying. <laughs> we, there was a rule. The rules were clear. We're on and a then, hike. <laughs> and then Would you like some gorp? <laughs> I brought I some trail, trail mix. mix here. I know, yeah. And then Krillin throws a literal temper tantrum where he's like, go on. Can't you call your dad? And he's like, I already tried. <laughs> a desperate move because I don't know why Gohan would have special access to his dad, who we all know is in space. He's just he's just like trying to reclaim his masculinity by any means necessary after getting slapped like that. 
Vegeta's so turned on by this uh, display of masculinity, he also takes this moment to neg the shit out of Bulma and be like, you're dumb, but you did figure out how to escape a planet, but you're stupid. And Yamcha's like, hey, only I could call her stupid. And we laugh because we're all going to die. We know the tension. We know the tension there. Uh, Does that bring up that like uh, Bulma is uh, she she she's uh she's a genius but also uh, a real nag a lot of this a lot of it uh, fellas yikes. am i right is it worth it well you know how <laughs> sans love feisty women something they clear up is a genetic predilection that sans have and dragon ball super they're like just so you know by the blood we like them feisty we all do we <laughs> super sans uh, we we all know that like it, the harder they get their ass kicked, like the more powerful they become. It's like the same thing. Like the the bigger the fight with the the old the old misses, the the harder the nag, the the stronger they return. The bigger the blast. Yeah, the stronger <laughs> their beams get. Sew it on my pillows. I'm gonna embroider that. <laughs> um, we cut back to the action, and uh, King Cole's like. While I appreciate your zeal, my child, let's not blow the whole earth up. Otherwise, where will you fight Goku? Uh, Trunks is fine. Very so funny, Freeze- again, because if the earth does blow up, their problem is solved. Yeah. <laughs> they do not have to fight Goku. <laughs> they literally say before they even land, they're like, why don't we just blow up the planet? We can do Freeze it from like- space. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> There's more blasting, Frieza, and Trunks talk shit again, and then Frieza jumps up into the air because Trunks is like, stop holding back. So he's like, okie dokie, and he makes a really, 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 really big beam that he throws at Trunks, and King Cold's like, yeah, uh, the planet is going to blow up if you do that, and he's like, fine. Cool. No, he was like he was like Trunks told me to give him give him everything he's got. What yeah. am I gonna do? Not, not do that. Do that that like, is, that is a top you. like five angry guy thing to say. Like this is what he said. <laughs> this is what he said. I'm just doing it. <laughs> I wish my dad wasn't fucking here. <laughs> and, uh... it, it God, it would suck to get your ass kicked that badly in front of your dad, <laughs> or I actually just be be murdered in front of him. Yeah. <laughs> One of, one of the worst things that could happen to you. Not in front of my Frieza, dad. Frieza, he's not a good guy. He's very bad. <laughs> he's a bad man. Uh, and uh, I love that there's these stupid, like, avr lines in, like, that they clearly recorded after they wrote this, and they're like, oh, this makes no sense, where it's like, uh, we could find Goku in space. And, uh, <laughs> oh, no, you'll cut the core. Like, damn the ship. <laughs> uh, so Frieza throws the big bomb and they're like yes we did it let's have a laugh oh no trunks is fine and the beam is actually solid and he's picking it up trunks is trunks does not dodge anything he just kind of puts his hands on it we used to get very fixated on what kind of matter the beam is but he's just like one hand he's like palming it like a basketball above his head he's so cool he's so good i want to be him and and want him at the same time. I want both. I know. And then, uh, so... <laughs> Wait, sorry, my notes just did a, a fucking... Also worth noting, one of the lines where he's talking shit, he does say, and I don't know if they change this later, but it doesn't even really fit into the conversation. He goes, I'm going to slice you right down the middle. And Frieza's like... Oh, yeah, he what? does! <laughs> during, during the shit talking, he's like, just for full disclosure, I'm going to slice you down the middle. Um, he delivers. So, he delivers. 
Frieza blows up his own beam ball, and they're like, great, Trunks is dead. We have no reason to think he isn't. And then Trunks is just on a cliff behind him, does a Naruto jitsu hand movement. He's doing the Macarena <laughs> faster than anyone has done it before. <laughs> and he does a full-on misdirect to Frieza. And that's oh, when so good. he jumps behind Frieza yeah. and he, he delivers. He slices him in half. Bye, you robot good... bitch. Eat shit. And I got to say, sorry, I, I know I'm shouting right now over Will, but I just got to say, I remember seeing this as a kid, and this is the first ever Dragon Ball Z squash match, which later becomes a, a thing. But it's the first time you ever see someone die so quickly, where like yeah, it's I was I was I was totally taken off by that. I was totally taken. Yeah, about. I was not prepared for that. Even in the unedited Z, it happens like that, where Trunks just shows up and slices him in half, and you're just like, oh shit, who is he? Who is he? He fucked him up by robot bitch. Because, you know, like I said, prior to this, like, uh, Frieza, like, to, just to fight him, like, to, just to get, forget, like, defeating him, like, just, like, Frieza would evolve into, like, different things. It would take, like, 30 fucking episodes yeah. in just one battle with Frieza. Um, and then, yeah, like, he gets washed instantly in this, and it was a just, just the absolute masterclass by Trunks, where he shoots a beam at him, and Frieza is like, "You missed by a mile," but he, it's like, it's the brilliant strategy of like he knows Frieza, he wants Frieza to dodge it, but as he dodges it, he's already in the place where he knew Frieza was going to dodge, and then it just whoosh, soared straight through his entire body. Tour yeah, filmmaking, just the, and then the he presentation. Had, like... <laughs> His little glitched out voice is so good. And then what I appreciate about this, too, is earlier in the episode, you know, Trunks is talking shit about he's not going to go as easy as him as Goku. And he proves that by actually finishing the job. He's the only character this whole show so far that kills somebody that's on Team Z, where he slices him in half, then snicks him into a million little pieces and then incinerates them. And he's like, this is what dead looks like, friends. (laughs) Right. Well, he did just survive uh, being annihilated in space and then scooped up as a pile of goo somehow. So you got to yeah. really get all the pieces. Yeah, you got to just really, really fuck it up. All right, so, I have a lot to say about this next segment. Yes. So the gang's like, the fuck? <laughs> and uh, they're like, uh, they're like, it's. It's not Goku, but it's it's another Super Saiyan. So everyone blasts off to go see what the fuck that's about. Meanwhile, King Cole and Trunks stand on a plateau. And he's like, you're so talented. It's so awesome how you killed the fuck out of my son. Would you like to be my son? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll give you Trunks a really right- big planet. <laughs> And then Trunks is like, nah, being your son's lame. And he's like, what? (laughs) How dare you? I'm your father. And I know it sounds like I'm joking, but he literally says, well, I'm down in air. (laughs) Which is rude because in the movie after this, which is not canon, we do know that he has another son who looks exactly like Frieza. (laughs) And then he goes, that's a pretty cool sword. (laughs) <laughs> Could I see your cool sword? This was again. This threw me for a, a loop as well because this is like, like the dumbest, like villain move. It was just like, oh, pretty yeah, pretty cool sword you killed my son with. I bet yeah. it's, I bet it's pretty good because you killed him with it so easily. 
can I see it? <laughs> yeah, and so Trunks And I was just, just like, who's going to fall for this one? <laughs> and, then Trunks... and then Trunks is like, okay. Yeah, Trunks no hands him the sword. He gives he... him the sword. And then, and, 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 like, yeah, he's got the sword. And he's like, ah, this was clearly, you know, crafted by a master. And now yeah. I can tell that, you know, the only reason you beat my son was this sword. Bet you're pretty, feel pretty stupid that you don't have it anymore by giving it to me. <laughs> the weight of it is so good. You could kill so many sons with this thing. <laughs> Pat's sword. Like in a, you a, a game kill of, so like in the Game of Thrones universe, Trunks' sword is called Sun Slayer. <laughs> yeah. Sun Merker. Yeah, so he's just like, yeah, it's the sword because it was made by a master so now that i have your sword in my hand nanny nanny boo boo you can't do anything yeah, you didn't see this coming but i'm now going like, to what? attack you with the sword what i was like what a fucking idiot how could you fall for that one he's like ah, so stupid sword i got the sword now and so, then he, just, he swings he swings it at him and trunks just catches it in like the, the like the crease of his thumb and index finger which and by he's the like, way that should just slice his hand. <laughs> no, no. Oh, but we've already seen Trump stop basically a like 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 the like the molten core of a planet that's been created with a beam and dropped on him. He just sort of like catches that in his palm. So yeah. a sword shouldn't be too much of a problem. And I forget the line, but he like he catches the sword. And he's like, yeah. He's like, it wasn't the sword that allowed me to beat your son. But I was like, I guess you've already figured that out. That's it's the line. He's like, I guess you already figured it out. And it's like, and he just blasts King Cole into the wall. And he's like, made you look. He shoots a, he shoots a <laughs> hole through his chest. And I was like, what? Like, I say, then he gets rid of that guy. And I was like, this dude's even bigger than Frieza. This could be at least 40 episodes to fight yeah. this guy. I forgot the but way no. he kills King Cole. He like shoots him pretty much. Like he has like yeah. a bullet yeah, wound a hole in him for the next chest. segment. Yeah. He flies against a wall and there's gore dripping down it. And you're like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, love, I, love, I love that Trunks is cleaning house. He's taking care of business. He's his father's son and not that bitch-ass Goku who's like, stay alive so we can fight. We should uh, fight more later. Exactly. He, he comes from, he comes from the, like, uh, like the excellent, the, the better Super Saiyan lineage. Uh, Goku so... has not figured out his foreign policy. He's playing it by ear. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to see what happens. The gang is watching this, and then Krillin looks at the camera and goes, who is this guy? And I'm like, I wonder. That's what we're like, all wondering. Hi. Yeah. And then Trunks is like, hey, uh, I just killed these guys. You want to go see Goku? Total voice switch. <laughs> what a cool guy. He's just ready to hang out now. Yeah. He's like, oh, what's up? Uh, You guys smoke? <laughs> he's just like, I'm going to go, I'm gonna go get in trouble at the mall. <laughs> Everyone's like, what the fuck? And that's the end of the episode. Yeah, he's like, he's like, Goku's gonna be here in a few hours, like three hours. I know exactly where he's gonna be. Like, you guys want to come with me? And then one, each like one at a time for their own reasons. It's like, yeah, let's follow this. Yeah, I do. I do. He seems to know. This guy seems to know what's up. Do you guys want some loud? (laughs) I'm chiefing loud out in the parking lot. So that's the episode. Out of seven Dragon Balls, Alex, how do you rate this episode? Wow. Uh, to my great dismay, I will give this seven Dragon Balls. This is easily the best episode of Dragon Ball ever made. Uh, it's the only one with really cool 90s guys just 
fucking cleaned in house for a full 20 minutes and also saying really cool lines that you can use with your friends and enemies will Ooh, I mean, yeah, this was this was pretty much a perfect episode of Dragon Ball, but I'm going to deduct one Dragon Ball. I'm going to give it six Dragon Balls because, like, you know, it could have gone to the next level if there was just more talking, and I, I would have liked to see more <laughs> of that. I would like to see more taunting, and I would just like a little bit, just a, a few more erroneous power level diagnoses. Release the Snyder Cut! <laughs> uh... This is hard because, like, just when he goes snick, snick, snick all over Frieza, it's like my mind goes blank of anything that previously happened. It's just like it's so good. But I, but then I remember that we had to, like, watch 20 minutes of, like, I know you are, but what am I? <laughs> like, back and forth. Um, I'll do a six, too. But Katie, we saw the unedited version, which had what Will wanted, which is an extra ten minutes. If I know you are, but what am I? <laughs> don't you admire the cleanup? Yeah, I gotta give it seven out of seven. You I'm sorry, it. it's so, it's so, so much good. trash. Okay. <laughs> it's so good. No, you're right. You're right. All right. Uh, well, you know what that means, Alex. Go use the toilet because it's time to uh, evoke something. I have collected the Dragon Balls here. Arise, Shenron! Fuck you. Oh, Shenron, why are you so crotchety today? I'm I'm Shenron the angsty dragon. I'm like the normal dragon, but like really difficult to talk to. I understand. Trunks is a role model for us all. Well, I I know that you're like busy, you know, doing kickflips to corn in your room, but... We have two wishes here that we're going to give to our guests, dear Will Meneker, and uh, I hope you'll try and get together to grant them for him. You don't know what I fucking do. It's true, I don't. Will, what would you like to ask this petulant dragon for today? I would like to ask the dragon for a a, a vaccine appointment. I'd like to get one of those. And and I would also like... um, one of those razor gliding mouses, and and just like just a whole PC rig. Actually, I'm trying. I'm gonna. I want. I want to just get into Twitch streaming more. So I want a whole. I want a rig. Here's my response. How about no? Like in Austin Powers. Remember that? <laughs> I keep telling you, Dragon. Nobody remembers that. I got a whole box full of ch- with your name on it. Remember. God, hey. that's a cool movie. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Don't tell me what you do. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, I just took you? a huge shit again, like I do whenever this happens. Did I miss it? <laughs> yeah, there was a really, really petulant dragon here. Oh, that's too bad. Sorry I don't about know that, everybody. if you hear Evanescence playing in the distance, but that was him. Wow. Their music does have wow. a lot of emotion in it. Yep. Sounds like it's time for Dragon Mail. It's time for Dragon Mail. Give me some of that Dragon Mail. It's time for Dragon Mail, weebs. This week's email comes 
is from Drew Hill. The title of the email is, Do Dragon Ball characters' auras smell different or something? Hey, ballers. Hello. Hello. Uh, so in the last episode, Krillin said that he can tell that the energy approaching was Frieza's. I think that in the Cell Saga, they say something about feeling Goku's energy and Piccolo's energy and others in Cell. I had always thought that they could just sense the magnitude of energy that someone has, but this has me wondering, do different energies have different flavors or scents or something? What do you think the different Z characters' energies smell or taste like? For that matter, if, Go <laughs> if Goku sensed your energy, what would your energy smell like? Drew. This is a great question. So Drew's asking, what do the Z-Boys, like, smell like? <laughs> and Very in-depth question. Smell like? A lot of details in this. <laughs> no, no. I think I think it's pretty. So, like, if you can sense someone's energy physically, maybe it also has other sensory tactileness to it, like uh, synesthesia. Well, from the show, we know that they they can sense it when it's a a, a bad one. They'll sometimes talk to each right. other and they'll be like, "This one's really mad." <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm gonna go on a limb here, and I'm just gonna say. I think Vegeta's aura smells like uh like Slay's salt and vinegar chips. Ooh, oh, that makes a lot of sense unsettling. to me for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> it's because like you know because he's he's bad but also good. You know you when you get a first when you first that get a taste burn. of Vegeta <laughs> when you get a first taste of Vegeta you're like oh I hate this guy and then you're like okay I'll have another yeah. another and then you finish the whole bag and you're like damn I love this guy he's an acquired taste. Oh. Then I guess that means Yamcha's puffy Cheetos. <laughs> Goku does. Goku seems to me like he would have like a heavy meat smell, like Ooh, something that's like, very robust and you can smell from a long way away. Like 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 beef shatsu or something. Yeah, like barbecue, <laughs> like like ribs. I think Goku <laughs> smells like ribs. I will not be adjusting my guess here. Final uh, no, answer. I mean, I'm not. He eats a lot of comically large pieces of meat. Right, and I'm assuming that's why it that's that's also what his energy smells like because of that. Okay. <laughs> uh, do you guys have opinions on what your individual energies would smell like? It's kind of hard because it's like a question of like, if you could see the colors of fish seas that you can't see, which one would you be? <laughs> yeah. um, I would say mine would be some sort of combination of like, <laughs> like spilt cleaning products and <laughs> like leather. You know, where you're like, it smells clean, but also very disorganized. There's something like, unnatural. <laughs> well, I would hope that mine, uh, you know, if I could, if I could choose or, or wish for, or just you know, my my best case scenario of what my aura uh, smells like, it would be just that. That's that loud, that strong ass gas. <laughs> my man, my man, my man. It's getting tropical in here. It sm smells like you guys have had Will over recently. Have you had Will in the house? I told you, you Alex, you smell like four loco. <laughs> Thank you. Regulation. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> I feel like the greatest truths come from others. But it's well, important truth. to add original recipe. Classic. Uh, 2008. Yes, I, I, I thought that was insinuated. Uh, 
This was a fun question, Drew. Thank you guys so much for writing in. As always, if you guys want to send us a question, just shoot us an email at ballinoutsuper at gmail.com. Short and sweet, and games like this are our favorite, so please send them our way. Well, it's that time again. What's that sound? Plug a plug a choo choo. Will, where can the people find you? Uh, next time on Chavo Trap House Z, no, on, available on Patreon. Will our heroes interview the director of uh, Will our heroes to interview the director of Can't Get You Out of My Head, Adam Curtis? Find out next week on Chapo Trap House. Oh, huge <laughs> scoop! I think our episodes are releasing at the same time, but I know, Can't. and that's exciting for me. <laughs> <laughs> Alex Pitak. Um. I'm on the Pod Damn America podcast and then Theater of Delight season three, now in production. Ooh. Oh, hell yeah. But on this I'm exciting so excited. new radio drama. I love your radio dramas because I feel like it's a one way ticket into your true pathos just all over the place. It's so good. It's true. It really hammers in that I need a extensive direction to really be certain what's going on. Oh, also for your listeners, uh, Follow me on Letterboxd, CodyDad420. Just search Will Menneker on Letterboxd. My goal is to become the uh, most powerful Letterboxd poster uh, of all time. <laughs> Everyone is plugging their Letterboxd on here. This happened for like the last three weeks. <laughs> well, men love to talk about movies, Alex. They do. It's, it's we love it. Fact. We can't get enough. It's my favorite thing. It's, it's, <laughs> the, it's, the, it's the only thing, actually. It's the only thing that's real anymore that's after true. a year of being indoors. With would, no hope. I would also like to plug Will's letterbox. I, <laughs> Thank too. you. I would also plug Will's letterbox. And you can find me on Twitter at Katie Rose or Instagram at Oh Hello Katie Rose. Please check out Last Words every Thursday on The Pit. Uh, we have a lot of exciting guests coming up. So if you like metal news and releases, check us out. If you don't, just play it in the background so old Carol can keep her job. Do you and like releases? Do you like <laughs> sounds and shapes? Check it out. Uh, and as always, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash BOSpod if you want additional podcasts where we talk about things like Sailor Moon and our current Tenchi Moyo run and weird uh, naming names and playing games. Yeah, All Katie right. giving relationship advice is extensively yeah, which, what's happening back there. Yeah, it's gross. I don't know why you're asking me that. Uh, <laughs> all right, thanks for joining us. See you here next time. Bye, guys. Out super! super!